Brisbane's defence has been unbelievable. This is an NRL footy special podcast brought to you by the Triple M Rush Hour Brisbane with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. G'day, it's Liam Flanagan from the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones. Liam and Dobbo here on Triple M Brisbane. Now I know we are out of footy season, but strap on the boots because we're diving in. This weekend, the Kangaroos will take on New Zealand in Melbourne, the Anzac Derby at Amy Stadium. Queensland enforcer, friend of the show, Thomas Flegler, was a Bronco, becoming a Dolphin shortly. He'll be making his debut for Australia this weekend, and you'll hear from him. And we chat with Queensland captain Daly Cherry Evans, who has been a staple on the representative scene for so long, particularly for Queensland. But the question is, how much longer will he continue to lead the Maroons out into State of Origin? He answers that question shortly. And Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. They've spoken to Corey Parker. wonder how they got a hold of him. He previews the game, Mr. Margo. This is Queensland only from Triple M Brisbane. This Saturday night, two arch rivals take on each other. Uh, the Kangaroos take on the New Zealand Kiwis. Uh, in a test match down at Amy Park. It's 7-10 kickoff, mm. and this game has a lot of meaning. We know what Australia and New Zealand, the rivalry they have, and, and one bloke makes his debut yeah. who is very close to this mm-hmm. show. His name is Thomas Flegler. I'm going to say now he's a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying he's a dolphin now, and he makes his debut for the Kangaroos, and he joins us this afternoon. Thomas Flegler, congratulations, mate. You're a Queenslander, and now you're an Australian test player. Well done, mate. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, when did you find out that you were going to be in the test side? Uh, not until yesterday. So, yeah, it's still only pretty new. Oh, um, I'll come up and I'm going to rest some of the big boys. So gives me a chance to have a go. Tom, this is a dream come true to represent your country. What does it actually feel like? Yeah, it's obviously very exciting and um, it's a dream come true. So um, at the moment, just uh, trying to soak it all up while I can and um, trying to learn a, learn a few things off uh of a few of the players. Tom, Dobbo raised an interesting point at the start there. Uh, are you a Dolphin yet, technically? Not, nah. The 31st of this November this 1. November 1 is his... November 1. Yeah. So yeah. still a Bronco day. as we speak to you. Bronco. Okay. All right. Come I on. just wanted to clear it up. I wasn't sure how this works. But there you go. November 1 is when the season starts. Okay. Okay. All right. Then he changes over. So Kevy's still his boss for now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yes. yeah. <laughs> Dobbo, you should you should um go into the footy world, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flag, how has it been? It, obviously, I spoke to you post post grand final, and you had the presentation night, and then you know it was such a long year, and then to get selected in the Kangaroo squad, obviously a goal that you always dream of. But how hard is it after the year that you had to re motivate yourself to play football? I mean, it's 34 degrees here today in Queensland and the sun's out and, and you guys are still running around flogging yourself and you haven't had a break yet. Yeah, I guess it um it, it is pretty hard, especially after a long year. The grand final, everything, I guess by the time you get to the end of the year, you're a bit burnt out. But, um, I mean, if there's any game that can get, that can get you up for it, it's, it's definitely playing for Australia. So um, it has made it a lot easier in camp and um, especially knowing that, that I'm playing this weekend. That, yeah, it's good. I'm excited. It's fun and um, I can't wait to get out there. Tom, on debut, who takes you under their wing? Who's going to be your hmm. mentor for this? Who's going to be my mentor? I don't think anyone, really. It's a, it's a team sport and um, just take it as it comes. Is there um, anyone you shouldn't follow? <laughs> anyone I shouldn't follow? Yeah, the halfback. <laughs> was, it difficult, was it difficult having, like, the, the, the kangaroos played for a week, so you trained for 10 days. Then Mal gave you guys a full week off, said go home. So... And then you're back into camp. Is that difficult? 
Yeah, it is a bit difficult, but um, I think, guess that's just the way the, the draw fell. So um, it's good to get back into camp this week. We're, um, we're down at Albury in country New South Wales. Yeah, it's a good little change up. Where would the bananas go down there? No good. It's no, way too cold. Yeah. Way too cold. Yeah, that's what I thought. Flags, before we let you go, and we really appreciate you giving us some time um, ahead of this test. And, and again, we couldn't be happier for you. Friend of the show set to make his debut for the Kangaroos on Saturday night against New Zealand. What a place to do it. We were talking earlier on in the show about your next club, the Dolphins, and about the prospect of Jerome Luai. Uh, ending up there. We know he's going to be a big free agent come November 1. Now, Dobbo reckons the Dolphins haven't explored it at all. Lisa reckons he probably doesn't fit there. How would you go going up, uh, joining forces with Jerome Luai? Would you like to have him alongside you on the field at the Dolphins? 100%. He's he's an outstanding player. Um, I think some people sort of look at him a different way or the wrong way just because of um, how much he layers up. But um, you look at him on the footy field, he's an outstanding player play for his country and um, he played for New South Wales and he's just won three premierships. So um, he's definitely one of the elite halves in the competition. And um, if Dolphins were to get him, I think that would be a great signing. All right, next question. Would you take a pay cut for the Dolphins? (laughs) (laughs) Hell no. Hell no. Not yet The contract, I I can't take any more money. (laughs) (laughs) It's all signed, sealed and delivered. Uh, Tom Flegler, you're a Bronco for one more week. We've loved having you on this year. We're very excited about you making your test debut this weekend for the Kangaroos, and we can't wait to speak to you next year as a Dolphin as well. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Uh, We spoke to Tom Flegler, who's going to make his debut on Saturday night when Australia take on New Zealand in Melbourne. The man who rolls out wearing the number seven, on Saturday night. It's not his debut. It's not his first rodeo. No, it's not. He's very comfortable in the green and gold of Australia. He's very comfortable in the maroon of Queensland as well. It's the one and only Daily Cherry Evans. How are you, Ches? I'm going well, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, Ches, how how difficult is it for you? I mean, you love playing for Australia, but we all know Manly didn't make the eight, so your season finished early. Did you have to train the whole time with that train-on squad before you got to go to the Kangaroos? Like, you haven't had an actual break as such? Yeah, yeah. So, so not yet, Dobbo. I haven't gone on a holiday just yet. Obviously, was able to spend a lot more time at home with my family throughout the final series. The, the holiday's going to come, um, but I'm more than happy to wait. Um, any chance I get to play for Australia, um, I'll, I'll take it with both hands. So a couple games to go, and then I'll take the family on the holiday. You're 34, so not exactly a spring chicken. How much do you have to nurse yourself through and, and make sure that you don't get injured? Because once you do start become a more mature, in inverted commas, athlete, you do have to manage the body a little bit more. Have you been looking at Wikipedia at my age? <laughs> Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Is it wrong? Are you older than that? I'm going to just not confirm or deny my age at the moment. <laughs> you got the Benjamin uh, Button's disease. <laughs> no, but I know what you're saying. I, I couldn't stop um, during finals. As w- when, you know, talking about my training, I, I couldn't just sit on the couch um, and wait because, yeah, once you stop, your body quickly gets comfortable with, um, you know, maybe what retirement looks like. So, uh, you just got to keep going. But I've got, I got to admit, I do enjoy training. Um, I'm out of the house for a bit. I've got three kids at home, so it is nice to get out of the house for an hour. Uh, and it also keeps, like, I, we're not going to go down the path of mental health, but I know training for me is, does wonders. It keeps me really, really clear. Ah, it does for a lot of people no, as well, Cheers. Nothing bad. wrong with putting that out there. Mate, you signed an 18-year contract. Where are, Where is your contract status at? I know, look, I won't I won't bring up the fact that you backflip on my beloved Titans to, to sign that 18-year deal. We've moved deal, on from where, that. Where, where where is your contract situation at? Um, so this was the last year of an eight-year deal, and I actually can't remember, but I, I re, re-signed for a two-year extension, so I've got two more years to go. And still getting 25% of the salary cut? That's how this new one works? 
He owns all the fresh water now. He owns all the fresh water. He's very well. Hey, Ches, I know how important it is to play for your country, and I know how important it is to to captain your state. And we've had many conversations about this. Is there a time or, or, or a thought process around when you, you hang up the boots from retirement in rep football and then just focus on club? Is that Have you had any of those thoughts yet? Yeah, they're, they're coming more frequently, Dobbo, to be honest. I'm aware of where I'm at in my career and, you know, the physical demands of playing Origin during the years get harder. Keeping my body in good nick to stay uh, I'm available for test footy at the end of season is also difficult. And if I'm completely honest, time away from my kids is getting harder and harder to do, mate. So I'm certainly not going to stand here and cry poor. I, I am extremely lucky to play um, for Queensland and Australia and I don't ever want to give it away. So that's probably why I'm hanging on for so long because it's such a special part of my footy career. But yeah, it's more and more frequently coming to the front of my mind. But I think when I have a break this off season, I'll get a better understanding of how long I've got left. And if I've done enough at rep footy or, you know, maybe I've got one more year left in me. So I don't know the answer to that, but I guess I'm thinking about it more. Yeah. Have Manly ever indicated that they wanted you to, to, to maybe potentially stop rep football mate no i've got to give it to manly like not i've never had a conversation um with anyone there around wrapping it up i think they've been really respectful that's the best way i can put it so they understand how much i love it and what it means to me to be a queenslander and to play for queensland so the people are involved at the moment um and obviously billy and the staff i'm still learning from them but the playing group mate it's just a really good place to be for three weeks the state of origin side we've got at the moment it's just a great mix of i guess the young and the old really and um a lot of really good people. So um, it's going to be hard to say goodbye to that when the time comes, but I, I don't know if it's just now. <laughs> Daily Cherry Evans, he'll run out on Saturday night as part of this Kangaroos side in the number seven, taking on New Zealand. It will be an absolutely crackerjack test match. DC, we love having you on the show. Good luck for Saturday night. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, have a good day. See you later. Marta, Margo and Dan with you. Funny old night in rugby league tomorrow night, of course. It's uh, just the Pacific Championships they're on and uh, kangaroos are playing the Kiwi and you go, oh, that'll be a big clash. But I'm not sure because it's only sort of part of the round robin because next week both the kangaroos and Kiwis have already qualified for the final. So <laughs> what's going to happen tomorrow night? There's going to be players rested. There's all Munster might be injured. Nico Hines might get a run. There's all sorts of question marks. We need to get to the bottom of this. It's happened in the NRL a bit this year with the Broncos Storm. Remember, there was thinking that... Well, one they, week. And that's right. Yeah. They might play each other. So the same thing happened, Kaiser. Didn't the Broncos rest eight players? Is that the issue when this sort of thing happens, mate? Yeah, morning, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of an issue in the sense that it's, uh, you know, the way that they play it, um, it was always going to be Australia v New Zealand. Some was thrown in there, but uh, they quickly sort of found themselves out of the race. So the, these two teams, you know, they play each other this week, but... Guess what? They then play each other again next week. So it's a, I wouldn't say a nothing game because every time you get to represent your, your, your you know, your colours, it's it's a, it's always something. But uh, the game that just keeps on giving. What are we going in November off the back of a World Cup year and we're continually talking about rugby league? So there you go. Is this a bit of scope creep, cause because Marto likes to talk about scope creep, where there's a bit of work that creeps into the normal. Uh, you know, scope of works that you do, which is the NRL season. Then you've got the NRLW. Now you've got this international. Is this a bit of work creeping into the schedule? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it's like that. At the start of the season, um, you know, this wasn't, this wasn't a sanctioned event. It was only through, uh, I think, about June that it was sort of then uh, delivered that these guys were going to play the Pacific uh, Test. So, um, look, like I said, I mean, for the players' point of view, uh, an extended um, season, 27 rounds, then you throw Origin, then you throw you know, semi-finals and grand finals. So I think in that first game that Australia played in Townsville, I think there was 12 players that had played in the grand final. So it's quite a lot of football. So, which is why you can understand why, you know, Payne Haas and a couple of other players uh, aren't playing uh, for Australia. Hey, uh, Cos, I see big announcement yesterday by Foxtel. They're sending, uh, as part of the Las Vegas weekend to open the season next year, they're sending the Matty Johns show, NRL 360 and various other rugby league identities, sending them over to Las Vegas. Now, I know all the teams that are involved in that weekend, the four teams, they're trying to say, no, nah, we're, we're, we're at the start of our season. Uh, we're not going to play up. But I would say all the Foxtel boys, they'll be having a fair bit of fun. Uh, I, I would suggest that you're pretty right in saying that. I mean, how good's Matty John's show? It's the loosest show there, the least show that they put in any sort of preparation, <laughs> yet they get the uh, they get the dream run. So, uh, Could you I mean, imagine? Talus, oh, Fletcher Tallis, and Hindmarsh. Fletcher and, and Hindmarsh. I mean, they may not come home, Corey. They might move into make, the Bellagio well, permanently. Well, make things worse or better, which way you want to look at it, they're going over for a little bit of recon, um, oh, you know, in a, like next month. Like, why do you need oh, to go <laughs> over just to check it out and see what's happening? But uh, should be a big event. Are you going to manage yourself get, to get yourself a gig, Cos? You're not mm. going? Uh, look, I'm, I'm rallying very hard. It would make <laughs> absolutely no sense at all. Why, why would they play rugby league in Vegas and not take some, you know, some talent like myself and Ray yeah. Master and McGuinness and Cooper and these sorts of players? Well, if we're taking the Broncos, Corey, my mind immediately would go to who has scored the most points for that? Oh, I'm looking at the list now. It's Corey Parker. We better take the highest ever yeah. point scorer. Three we? times Paul yeah. Morgan winner. Yeah, yeah incredible stuff. Hang on, are you pitching yeah. for Corey to go too, Mark? Well, I, you I, I would assume that he gets to take his partner plus well, one, well, well, which as, would be as me. A rugby league, as a rugby league correspondent for Triple M outside of Dobbo, who's of going course. to nine, should actually go too, right? On another point, did anyone see the um, the state dinner that Albo had with Joe Biden in Washington last night? Did anyone see who was there? Peter Volandis. Uh, was Peter Volandis there? I believe. He was, he was there to screw Las Vegas to Joe Biden. <laughs> God, he's good. Is he one Could of the Biden six? turn up for that Las Vegas weekend? Imagine if you know he meets Adam Reynolds and goes, "What are those tattoos you've got?" Imagine if Joe Biden's Love next him. press conference, like Renault, he's got his drawstring undone, just hanging down, <laughs> he's waddling to and from the podium. Peter Volandis is an incredible operator, Corey. Is he one of the slickest you've encountered? Yeah, very much so. A little bit like his hair. Very <laughs> slick operator. Corey, thank you for your time, sir. Thanks, guys. Triple M.